And good afternoon and welcome back to the uh, podcast for the Over 40s Fitness Show. I'm Tristan Lowe from Good Condition. And I'm Amy Wallace from Market Limited. Amy, what have we got on today's podcast show? So today we're getting into the summer spirit and we're talking about how to be healthy during your travels. Okay, travel. Um, where have we been? Where, where did you go last year, Amy? To be honest, I didn't actually go anywhere abroad last year. Right. Um, I went to Yorkshire for a few days. Okay, what part? Um, it was like North North Yorkshire. Yeah. Stayed in a hot tub. Yeah. Log okay. cabin. Yeah. So it wasn't very summery. Right. Um, Sounds good though. It was. It was lovely. Great. Great. All right. Let's talk about um, when we say where we've been. Uh, I'm noticeably older than you, Amy. So I've probably travelled more simply because I'm older. Yeah. Not because I've got more time. Um, all right. We both. Um, we both. We have both been overseas. Last year I went to Australia, Sydney, Australia. My wife and I went. Um, you told me in the past that you've been to America. I have. When I was little, what we part? went to Florida. Florida. Everyone goes to Florida when they're little. I know. We went to Disneyland, so we were very fortunate. Okay, excellent. Yeah, uh, it's one of those tick boxes that a lot of people have Absolutely. got. Absolutely. I think so. If not Disneyland, at least Florida or Orlando. It's a big place, Florida. Uh, from what I know, it's bigger than England. Amazing beaches as well. Yeah. Clearwater Beach. Yeah. Oh, that we went Clearwater. Yeah, it's beautiful. I've been to St. Lucie, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Um, great place and not too far away either you know it, it's it is only seven to nine hours away whatever part you're in Florida um, all right why uh, how do we choose our destinations tell me how you choose your destinations so I'm, I've actually just booked this week so this is a hey, very good go on. Um, I've booked to go to Dominican Republic Wow next June okay um, which I'm really excited about well um, Dominican what is that central or South America what, what, what? yeah it's more South America okay Cool. Um, but we're going to Bravo. Right. And where's that? Is that in the in the resort? Uh, resort? Yes, it's all inclusive, beautiful. Ooh. Yeah, smashing. Yeah, part of Tui. Um, yeah. But yeah, I can't wait. And, uh, who's the uh, operator, Tui? Yes. And it's you and Jamie, your partner, you're going. It is, yeah. Who chose it? Both of us, really. At the same time? No. You both press click at the same time? No. Well, yeah, we were sat together. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so <you did. laughs> going through it. Yeah. All. But, okay. um, yeah, I just wanted something really relaxing. I think as you get older, yeah. um, you want to relax more, don't you? And, cool. and recuperate yeah. your batteries. So, sure. yeah. Um, yeah, that's what we're doing. And re you're recharging in Dominican Republic. We are. What is it there? Is it English, Spanish, Portuguese? What? I don't know. Or is it a mix? I think it's a bit of a mix. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Right, tell me, how long is your flight? It's about 12 hours. That's a shift. Yeah. That's a lot of in-flight entertainment. And that's a lot of walking up and down um, and looking for something to do when you ain't getting off. It's not going to stop, is it, if you don't feel well? No. You're in the air. You're 40,000 feet up, 12 hours. It's a lot of time to sit down, sitting down for 12 hours. And um, I know when, um, when I've travelled, especially at my height at 6 feet 4, I have to get up every hour and a half, two hours, and I've got to walk about for just even three minutes, five minutes walk up and down the cabin, you know, get really rattled that everyone else is asleep. You know, what is that? How do people sleep on planes? I, I, I haven't mastered it. I, I, I can never manage it. I, know. I generally sit in an aisle seat as well, so I can stick one leg out when I can, when the trolley's not coming booming down the aisle. Good idea. And my wife normally takes the middle seat or the um, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the window seat, so she can lean against it and look out the window for however long. And normally, I, I used to love looking out the window, seeing what you can see, but I'll take stretching my legs over looking out the window any time at my height. Absolutely. We've actually paid extra so that we have more leg room. Oh, and, great. And we have the facilities to walk around a bit more. Excellent. Not a jog by any stretch. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Don't jog. Yeah, just being able to walk. Yeah, excellent. Tell us about um, 
Okay, so you've chosen the Dominican Republic. You know you're going to uh, um, what, a 12-hour flight away. All right, what prep do you put in place? Because you're running uh, Marketing Limited. I am. Your, your business. Yes. Your baby, your empire. What are you going to put in place over the next 10, 11 months in order for, for Marketing Limited to be okay whilst you're away? Well, there's a reason that I have booked it 11 months in advance um, because I want to know for that amount of time that I am going away. Um, so I'll make sure that I have employees by then, that they're completely briefed, they're very comfortable. Um, I'll also take my laptop and my phone, so I'll, I'll still be functioning my business, but just in a beautiful part of the world. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to go away this year with me not having any employees yet. Sure. I was really yeah. uncomfortable about that. Yeah. Because um, I just want to put my business first with everything. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so so, I'll, so, I'll make sure that everything's in place. Right, okay. And, and, and I've been there, I've been there. I took my first holiday one year after I'm, we opened Good Condition. And even then I thought, oh, is this too early? And what is too early? Too early is the day you open. <laughs> right, okay. A year later, I went to, um, went to America and um, I did think to myself, okay, we've been open 12, year, 12 months now, is it too early? And I put as many things as, um, as I could in place in, term, in relation to booking our, tra our personal training clients, the sports massages, making sure they are booked in with the staff. But even then, you come back and one or two people have changed appointments, one or two people have moved around or whatever, but the lights were still on. Yeah, I put the key in the door, door open, you know, deactivate the alarm, and fortunately not a lot changes in that seven days. Are you going for seven days or? Uh, it'll be two weeks. Yeah, it's a long way to go, so you want two weeks. Now you've got visions there, Naomi, you, your words, of you're sat on a, uh, a lounger in this beautiful resort with your laptop, emailing people. Do you know something? It's not as easy as done as you think. You know, you know, how often are you gonna sit on your laptop? Would you actually have to take yourself away from the beach, away from the pool, back to your hotel, and do it at a certain time of day? Tell I've me. actually got a bit of a plan. So I'm thinking yep. of getting up earlier than my partner mm -hmm. and um, going to check my emails, right. maybe doing a bit of work, yeah. um, so that I'm set for the day yeah. and I'm making sure that my employees are happy yeah. and I'll always be a phone call away. So. Yeah, they'll definitely feel like they can contact me whenever. And, and what about your clients? If your clients wanted, wanted to contact you, and it was specifically you, something that only you could deal with or you could answer. Now they know that you're not there, yeah? You're, you're virtually there because you've got your laptop, you've got your PC, you've got access to Wi-Fi. Amy, can I see you? And you tell them, no, I'm lying by the sunbed, I'm lying. Okay, would they hopefully, 11 months from now, would they have the poise and the trust in your staff to think, okay, Amy can't deal with this, even though I've just run her and emailed her and we Skyped or we spoke, time difference or whatever, but I'm okay to actually deal with, um, uh, to work with one of Amy's, uh, Amy's uh, uh, staff. Absolutely. That's what we want. I'll make sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, um, I'm, I've said this in previous podcasts, I'm very big on high quality and yep. I'll make sure that my employees um, are very, you know, high quality individuals. Yep. Um, so my my clients will feel very comfortable with that. Yeah, okay. um, but like I said, there's a reason I've done it 11 months before. Yeah, Some yeah. people might think that's crazy, that's so yeah. much time, but yeah. it makes me feel better sure. because I can make sure everything's in place. Yeah, and if you were, I'm just throwing this out there, if, if that 11 months booking in advance, yours and Jamie's holiday in advance, worked right for you, it ticked enough boxes by the time you got back, that means in theory, the following year, you could book a holiday six months in advance or three months in advance or one day, a week in advance, and the, and the ship keeps sailing, no pun intended. Your, your business is, um, is sustainable, okay, and it, with the systems that you put in place, 
for your clients in the hospitality marketing clients and the staff those systems are good enough to actually make for you to actually decide you know what four weeks from now I'm gonna be away for a week or, or five or four days absolutely but you've put enough in place you've gone through the hurdles you've gone through the pros and cons the bumps and bruises early in business to actually think well okay it, it can work it hasn't got to have me stood by the phone or slip by my laptop to work. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. But it's just such a big part of me and my business always comes first. You've probably got that from me from yeah. doing these podcasts. So sure. um, yeah. it's very important to me. What's the ideal time of year then? I forget the, the time period from one to 11 months from now. When's the ideal time? Is it for you, is it always going to be summer or would you take a winter holiday? Or? No, definitely. I'd definitely take a winter holiday in the future. I mean, I'd love to go skiing. Sure, yeah. Um, I know I've that it's cold most of the time there yeah. anyway, but yeah, um, yeah I, I, I like to mix it up a bit. Okay, right. If you um, what what, what is a what, what would be in our in my line of work a quiet period for us at good condition generally with with the recent weather as well is July, August, and December, two of the hottest months of the year. Kids are off school, parents having to ferry everybody around. So July, August, and December for good condition, generally are quiet times of the year. Now that doesn't mean to say that we take a holiday in those periods, we don't have to. You know, I've gone away on a different time of year, I've been away in February before, September, I've been away in November. Um, it just takes structure and planning. Okay, and then after we put everything into place and there's nothing more we can do, then put your feet up and read a good book on holiday. Yeah. So when is it? When is for marketing limited? Is there a quiet time of the year? Um, there hasn't been at the moment. I've been going for around nine months now. Yeah. Um, so like I said last time, I can't really compare it year sure. on year. Yeah. Um, so I'll have more of an idea next year. Okay. Um, but it, no, it's just been consistently busy, which has been amazing. Okay. Right. Okay. Let's touch on this subject. What do we? What do we pack uh, for health? Let's talk about the actual traveling itself. Now, when we go away, we know. Um, time differences, jet lag, um, poor nutrition, um, alcohol, uh, medications, uh, injuries. You know, we hear about people slipping, breaking elbows, and whatnot, or or getting um uh, getting uh, uh, bugs. So, what do we pack for health when we go away, far away? Always multivitamins. All right. Okay. Yeah, I like I like to um, really look after my immune system. I think it's very important. Yeah. Um, so I have a multivitamin every single day. Yeah. Um, well, do you have one anyhow before you go anyhow? Have oh, it, do you mean in my you, normal life now? Have you had one today? Yes, I have. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I have them every day. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'd like to continue that when I go on holiday. So sure. I make sure I take my own. Okay. I'm gonna throw something out there. If you take a multivitamin a day. Part of that is placebo effect. I'm taking a multivitamin, I have a nice capsule and whatnot, it looks nice, reassuringly expensive. Okay, part of the taking multivitamins is a placebo where you think, uh, I've taken it, therefore I am better. And it can work like that. The rest of it is actually what goes into it. Because it's chemicals, it's processed. Yeah. Right, so if you take one of those a day, great, superb. But your body is under different stresses when you're traveling, especially with different time zones and long haul flights. So surely then, by default then, you should take something extra. Maybe, what would you recommend? I'd recommend, um, so you've got multivitamins, I would say uh, extra nutrition. Okay, you don't want to take two multivitamin tablets a day, but better nutrition than you'd ordinarily, ordinarily have at home. And that's not always easy when we're traveling because sometimes we eat what's put in front of us, dashing around and what have you. We certainly don't live in burger joints while we're away. No. But when you mentioned your holiday to Dominican, it's an all-inclusive. Right, what's the first thing that springs to my mind, all-inclusive? It's two things. It's the buffets, the all-day buffets, after breakfast and before dinner. There's food out all the time, you know, eat until you can't walk. Or there's an all-day bar. 
Yeah. Swim up bar, hotel bar, and you see people starting drinking alcohol, yeah, at nine, ten in the morning. Because they've paid for it, it's all inclusive. So I must start drinking at eight, nine, well, ten. Well, I've never actually done an all inclusive holiday before. Oh, okay, right. So do you, have you you've been on an all I've inclusive? Seen them. And all inclusive for, for me, uh, for, for my wife and I, is not. I'm um, start drinking alcohol at nine, ten in the morning because we've paid for it, and therefore we think it's free. That's not for us. If somebody else, that's fine. What well, for us it means a really good breakfast, a really good lunch, and a really good evening meal. And for greedy people like me, a few little snacks in between. And with a good amount of choice as well. Yep, uh, a good choice. Extra nutrition. I know if you flood your body with um, with um, uh, with, uh, with good chemicals that come from food, yeah, more than you'd ordinarily eat. The problem is though, because it's warm and sunny, we don't want to eat as much, generally. Huh? But, but if you're staying in an air-conditioned hotel, yeah, with air-conditioned transport, air-conditioned room, um, uh, you should at least have some appetite if you're lying down on the sun lounger all day from 9am till 5pm trying to get your tan on because you want a good tan, that's what you're there for. After that, and we then go and lie down in the hotel room, we then go and sit and watch music until we're getting ready to go out or movies. Right, then we go downstairs and sit down for evening meal. That's a lot of time sat down. And you'd feel that in one or two days. You're going for two weeks. So therefore your nutrition should be spot on or as best you can get it. If you turn a blind eye to nutrition, Amy, for a fortnight away, with your travel either side, and the time difference, and the jet lag, and foreign bugs, and germs everywhere, you're highly likely to get some kind of illness or whatever. Yeah, I'll definitely make sure that I get the balance. Great, great. What about um, fitness equipment? Um, is there gonna be a gym in the hotel? There is, yeah. um, so I'm likely to take equipment, uh, but they also no, do... No, sorry, oh, sorry, Amy, no, no, is there an actual gym? That's oh, no, sorry, I you. mean, like, I'm clothing, the correct clothing, okay. yeah, yeah. not equipment. Okay. Um, yeah, the equipment is there, yeah. so I'll be I just taking... have visions of you trying to get through customs with a barbell. <laughs> <laughs> or getting on the plane. Take a cycling. Yeah, yeah, spin bike on the plane. Yeah. All right, so you're there, it's got a gym. It's nice, it's shiny, all right, what do you do? Are you gonna get up at 6, 7 a.m. and use it, or are you just gonna think, I'll try it tonight once I've been sat in the sun for 10 hours. I was thinking I might actually do it around lunchtime. Okay, you're not going to say about mad dogs Englishmen? <laughs> what do they say? They go out in the mid midday sun. Right, I've tried that. I've done that. I've exercised between you know, 12 and 2. Yeah. And what happens is, you're not going to sit in your hotel room in the air conditioning until midday. Or are you? Surely no. not. You're going to be by that pool at 9am with your towel out, sitting your stall out early. You know, you and Jamie, book, cold drinks, magazines, headphones, what have you. If you sit in the sun for three or four hours and then you want to go in and exercise, you'll be wobbly as anything. Yeah? It's true. You'll be blood yeah. red, you'll be wobbly. Doesn't when matter. Would you, what time would you recommend exercising then? Suggestion. You exercise five, five, 10, 15 minutes after you wake up. You get up, have your cold glass of water, have your black coffee, just go downstairs. And you I could do to... that so I could check my emails. And then go to the gym. Yeah, get it done. Yeah. Then go and have your breakfast. You come back upstairs, shower, change off. You feel really great. You're hungry for that good breakfast, that one that you saw inclusive, right? You haven't got to then start thinking throughout the day, oh, hang on, I can't do this at 12. We can't go out anywhere for the, for the afternoon. Yeah. You know, go strolling around another village or go on a little boat trip because I'm exercising between 12 and 1. That's you've done true. It. You've done it. And you've not had to travel to go to the gym. It's, it's downstairs. Yeah, and or they do aquarobics as well, so I'll be in the pool doing that. Okay, yeah, you'll be the youngest in there. So, um, okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Right, that's, that's a suggestion. That's what I would do. But if it turns out that it suits you physically, mentally, and time-wise, to 
exercise during the day and it's fine with Jamie as well. And if you're doing half an hour a day, okay, if you're half an hour a day, it's not the end of the world. But certainly if you're gonna go in, like you mentioned, and put a really good session in, put 45, 60 minutes of exercise in a proper one, as if you're training back in England, I would certainly say, do it first thing in the morning. Unless, of course, the previous night, you've been night clubbing and you've had a few, um, a few, a few, uh, a few drinks, then just do it an hour later. But generally, I find when I've travelled, yeah. get it done, wake up, black coffee, get downstairs, you haven't got to travel, you know, just put your t-shirt, shorts and trainers on, get it done, and you'll be, you'll be pleasantly surprised that other like-minded individuals, mature business people, do the same. Yeah, I hope, that, I hope that there aren't other people there. But it's the fact that it's all-inclusive as well, so yeah. I want to make sure that I'm, I'm not putting on too much weight whilst I'm there with oh, all the food as well. Yeah, so you get your exercise yeah, done. Yeah, and then just feel good. Yeah. I mean, when I went to Mallorca, um, I actually had one-on-one -on -one session. Excellent. And no one else was doing it. Who oh, with? Um, I can't remember her name. Oh, no. She was oh, amazing. Uh, like a, a trainer in the gym? Yeah, a trainer. She worked at uh, But we actually did it outside. Wow. So, every, so everyone was sunbathing, watching over, thinking, yeah. what on earth is she doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, but we would do like 30 minute sessions. And no one else PT, would join in? No one else. And I, you can imagine the sweat was dripping off me. That was included in the hotel price? It was, yes. Yeah. You know what? Why didn't no one else do it? I don't know. Did no one else in the whole of Mallorca, your resort, sorry, did no one else ever exercise or think to exercise? You know what they think? Someone's going to watch me. No one cares. Oh, I, I didn't mind at all. No one cares. No, no one cares. There's always going to be someone that thinks, oh, get a load of her. Which thing she is? It's because they want to do it. Well, it was, it was sort of off on the side, so yeah. Yeah, you could yeah. only peer over. Sure. Um, but no, I just felt really good after it. Great. Jumped straight into the pool, you can imagine. Yeah, cool, that you would do, yeah. Like, because it's there. Last year, and of course, the pool's all inclusive, so you want to use as much as Absolutely. the pool. Absolutely, get the most out of it. <laughs> right, I, I'll tell you, last year in Australia, now we had door to door, um, it was 34 hours traveling, door to door. Wow. Yeah. Had a 12 hour flight from Heathrow to Hong Kong, had a four hour stopover in Hong Kong, had a nine hour flight from another night flight from Hong Kong to Sydney, and then traveling either side. We worked wow. it out door to door, it was 34 hours with zero sleep. And bearing in mind, the night before, we're finishing work, all excited, packing and getting ready. We had about four and a half, five hours sleep. That's the thing, the it's your before. adrenaline, isn't it? It keeps yeah. you awake. Yeah. And I know when I got to um, Sydney, um, the next morning, it was actually quite uncomfortable, but I said to Alison, I woke up at silly o'clock at like 2.30 in the morning because my body's all over the place, laid there for half an hour, tried to go back to sleep, went in the kitchen, still, we've only been there 12, 15 hours, um, had a banana and black coffee, 6 a.m. I went downstairs, two flights downstairs to the gym, looked at what they had, it was okay, it wasn't the best gym in the world, but it had some cardiovascular equipment, a few mirrors, a couple of mats, and what did I have on me? I brought with me in the suitcase resistance bands. Oh. So I took them down with me, water and what have you, put my headphones on, and I was still a bit like a zombie. I was still all over the place. I can imagine. I did 30 minutes of light exercise, light, using resistance bands, um, a treadmill and a bike, and that was it. The next day I felt even better and slept for half an hour longer. Brilliant. Well, I woke up at 3am, 3.30am, and I did it every day until by the time I, by the time we, we left to come back to England, I was getting six to seven hours sleep and waking up between 5 and 6 a.m. Australia time, having me exercise, getting it done. So you're getting more into a routine because of the exercise. Yeah, it and, and also the fact that you know, the day's going past. And it worked for me. Uh, they had a pool in there, which I think I went in once, but every day, maybe one day I missed out, but it was 30, 35 minutes in there, first thing in the morning, come back upstairs, quick shower, breakfast, go out. We've still got 
15, 16 hours left of the day and I've done my bit of exercise. Yeah. And it, it makes you feel good, doesn't it? You do. You start yeah. the day off in the right way. And you, Patch you're it in full a, of oxygen. Yeah, you're in a positive mindset. Yeah, you feel good. Yeah, yeah. And you know something? When you're talking about um, beach holidays and sun holidays, I know what we think. I have to get my towel on that sun lounger before, we can't name any particular nation, we'll say before everyone else does, right? Okay, right, go down, stick your towel on, then run back into the gym. Yeah, put your towel on. No one cares, because there's other towels there. They don't know that you're not at the bar or you're not in the restaurant. You've gone down, put your towel out, it's half six or whatever, you're in the gym. They, they, you know, if there's 150 other sunbeds, let them choose. You're not going to finish your workout, then have breakfast, then get showered and changed, and get down by the pool by 9 a.m. Not if you're up at six or seven. It's not going to take three hours, is it? But you tell it for your towel out. Um, get it done early, just like we tried to do in England. All right, tell me. Um, all right, when's the ideal? What, what, is it a daytime flight or a night flight? We're very lucky. It's um, around half ten. Yep. Um, up to about five o'clock in the a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In the morning, um, so it won't confuse us too much. We sure. won't have to get. I mean, we're we're travelling from Manchester. Yeah. So we obviously still need to get there a few hours before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it won't be crazy time. Sure. So yeah. it won't shock our body clocks too much. Right. So you've got um, to be up at five a.m. Leave I'd the house say at six. So, yeah. Two and a half hours. So to hopefully I'll be able to sleep. Yeah. 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 Throughout the excitement. I've got news for you. You got to be up before five a.m. I'm just thinking. If you're flying at half ten. Two hours to Manchester, we'll say. If it's a weekday, there could be traffic. You want to be for a, a long haul flight at least three hours early, maybe. Yeah, three hours early. That's five hours. Yeah. Probably have to go up at half past four, even four. See, that's fine. At least we can have a tiny bit of sleep. Sure. Yeah, enough because you're going on holiday. Your adrenaline gets you through. I know. And when you sit on the plane, you, you know, you can rest then. All right. Let's talk about this. So, all right, you're done. It's a weekday. You're flying out. You've got a 10 30 a.m. flight. Are you checking emails? at 10.29 before you get on the plane? I'll have to see. Okay. But I, I probably will. Yeah. Just to check. In the nice lounge. Before, yeah, I can imagine I will. Yeah? Yeah, just to make sure the fact that I'll be travelling. What What makes it easy for us to check our emails and our phone calls for work? That computer that's in our pocket or in our yeah, bag? Yeah, it's the amazing, isn't it? It's where, wherever you go, you can just check and be yeah. on the radar. Yeah. And we know that you've got, especially in um, club lounges, you've got um, computer screens and iPads yeah. and laptops they put in. One of the main um, features of the hotel that I checked was do they have free fast Wi-Fi? Yeah. That yeah. was one of the main yeah. features. Yeah, not, not, not where you've got to pay for it on top and it's slow. Yeah, free I wanted to make sure that I could um, speak to everyone back here. Yeah. So. And here goes that phrase, today's buzz phrase again, it's all inclusive. It is. So use it as much as you can. Yes. All right. Okay. The ideal time for uh, for for uh, for me to travel, um, I would say, I've done night flights. I've done night flights to North America, to the Far East, um, Canada. We've got one coming up, Vancouver um, yeah. and Seattle. They're daytime flights. They're one o'clock in the afternoon, which means we'll get five six hours of sleep in the evening, a couple hours in the airport. Um, and it means I'm not panicking on the plane about am I going to get to sleep? It doesn't matter. You know, we're not landing in Vancouver at 4am. We landed in Vancouver at about 3pm. Uh, so by the time we get there, we will have been awake quite a long time. Yeah. But we get to, the, we get to our, uh, where we're staying, um, our little place, have a good meal, unpack and go to bed at their time, anything between, I don't know, 10 and midnight. And it's not as bad. Um, I've done night flights where I've been awake for 10, 12 hours on the plane, plus the time that we've been awake in England before. Then you get to the destination, it's morning there. 
so you're like, confusing, isn't you're it? You're like a zombie. By the time you hit the sack, you're like a zombie. But again, adrenaline masks it. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about costs. Is it, was it cheaper for you to fly uh, during the day, or did you look at night, night flight options? It was part of an overall deal, so we didn't really look at the other options, sure. um, because it was what was included in that already. Yeah. Um, but we were we were just happy with the option that it gave us. Yeah, yeah, good time as well. Right, um, staying healthy during transit. Now we know, okay, everyone knows, that when you're on a plane, you get dehydrated. But who do you see with a two-litre bottle glugging water every... You don't see it. You just don't see it, do you? You see someone with a little bottle of water or what have you, but we don't see... Um, and actually, those two litres of water is what you would need on a long-haul flight. Yeah, your body is twice dehydrated. Is it twice? Yeah, twice. You need twice the amount of water, fluids, good fluids, on a plane, okay? And that's why when you have an alcoholic drink or caffeine on the plane, it has twice the effect that it does back, because the air pressure. Wow. You're 30, 40,000 feet up in the air, yeah, inside a steel tube with air pressure. Uh, and what it does as well, it dulls um, your senses, it dulls your hearing and your smell. It does, yes. Um, and your taste, hence why um, uh, they call it, uh, if you, you, you can easily put on, uh, uh, air stewardesses, yeah, they, can, they know they can easily put on weight in their career because their senses are dulled from being that high up in air, air compression cabins. Therefore, you want to eat more heavier, stodgy, spicy food because you can't taste it in the way you'd normally taste it. Right, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, I read into it and that's why um, when the people bring out food and someone will put like a curry, you know, a curry and rice, that's why we do eat it. We want something that tastes hot and spicy even though we're not particularly hungry, it's because our senses are dull. we can't quite gauge the actual taste yeah, of it. It affects the taste, right. our smell and our hearing, so we crave more. Yeah, okay, we should crave I'll more I'll have to water. see if I order the curry. Yeah, well, I'll be intrigued at the time. If they bring you out a bread roll and a strawberry, you're going to think, hey, I'm being shortchanged here. You want me? Um, we should drink water. Um, it's important uh, to hydrate before we get on the plane. Now, as we know, you can't take bottles of water through customs. You can't, no. I've actually had to drop perfectly good bottles of water in those little plastic bins um, getting on. I thought, oh crikey, I can't drink anymore. You have to throw it away. It's not a big deal. What you can do is take an empty plastic bottle, one litre, two litre, on the plane and ask them to fill it. Right, yeah, you, you're yeah, allowed you can, to do that. You can take an empty bottle of water through customs, an, an empty carrier, you know, um, take it on and ask them and they are happy to fill it for you. That's so, good to know, I'll do that then. Yeah, there's a downside to it though. The water's contaminated on planes. It's got up to something ridiculously high levels of chemicals um, as opposed to water, and it's because the water's been trans transported from uh, from uh, uh, from the it's offset which, which, in whichever country it goes through all those tubes and pipes. It's then put onto containers on planes, and apparently, perfectly good look, normal looking water on a plane is literally littered with chemicals more so than it is because of the actual transit and how they store it. Right, in which yeah. case I'll probably stick to the bottle of water that they sell yeah. on the plane. Yeah, yeah. If you can get a bottle of water and it's all inclusive on the plane or you've got to buy it for a dollar or what it is, two dollars, spend that two or three dollars and buy a sealed bottle of water. They've got them. They've got them. Well, we've paid extra so that we have the all-inclusive food and drink on the actual plane as well. Okay. So I'll be able to keep asking. Yeah, yeah all inclusive. Yeah, I'll uh, be able to keep asking for more water. Great. Definitely. Yeah, we dehydrate. Um, stretching. Uh, I remember last year, on the way to in between Hong Kong and Sydney, second night flight, I actually went to um, went and used the gents, 
and I particularly chose one that was further away from our seat. There was one 20 seats away, but there was another one about 40 seats away. And I thought, right, I ain't going anywhere. So I walked to that one. And you stand up and down on your toes and whatnot, and you use the toilet, come out of the toilet, and you stretch and whatnot, and people know why you're doing it. If they're awake and they see you pulling your thighs and going up and down on your toes and turning your neck left and you right, they You need to look after know. yourself though, don't you? Yeah, and actually they don't know you personally, so you might look, you might think they, you look a bit daft. You're never going to meet those people again. Not unless they're going to the same resort. Yeah. And they say, I saw you stretching on the plane. Um, that's always a, that's a conversation starter anyway, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You can actually stretch sat down, but it's not the same. You can press up and down on your toes, pull your shoulder blades back, rotate your wrists, okay? That's so what fine. would you actually recommend me doing? Get out the seat. And Get just walking, Walk walking up and down around. the plane. You can actually do the track, the Olympic track on a plane, and that is to walk down your aisle, right to the very back, through the galley, where the stewardesses are and whatnot, people are, it's all mucky. Walk through that onto the other side of the plane and walk right up until you get to that point where you normally turn left and they stop you, right? Yeah. Curtains and what have you, and you peek through and think, you lucky lot. And then you walk back and you've done that circuit. Yeah, no one cares. No one knows what you're doing. You're not getting off. You can't do anything wrong. You're getting blood flow back around your body. You sit back down, you feel so much better. Yeah. And you carry on watching whatever the in-flight entertainment is and it feels better. Um food food okay i like to eat i like my food i like to eat on a plane but i can easily put i can easily um put something away i don't want to i don't want to eat something for the sake of eating it if they've got a pile of bread rolls i won't eat them it's just all those carbohydrates yeah. one's okay you haven't got to finish everything that's in front of you because you've paid for it right um what do you do what do, what have you got any intolerances what don't you eat on a plane no, I don't. I'm very fortunate in the sense that I don't have any intolerances. Okay. So yeah. I pretty much enjoy everything. Yeah, so you've not got to send them the email and you get a special no, meal. No, but yeah, very fortunate. Um, but I'm the same as well. I won't. I won't force myself because I've paid for it. Yeah. And um, I would leave it. Sure. But I don't like to. I like yeah. to eat it all. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, hang on. That's a country. Hang on. I won't force myself, but I will. I will eat it all. <laughs> but I like. It, it just depends how hungry I am. And what it is. Yeah. But I wouldn't feel bad leaving it. Okay. Um. But I wouldn't want to. But you don't feel bad for, for, for finishing it all off as well. No. <laughs> it depends how I'm feeling at the time. All right. Okay. So, let's talk about um coping with jet lag and uh, time zone differences. A five hour, did you say for um? Yes. Uh, for Dominican Republic. Yes, it is. Okay. And I would think that. Five hours is enough to actually make a change. I think Miami um, in Florida, I think that's a five hour time difference. Yeah. Last year in um, in Sydney, it was 11 hours, I think I might, if I can remember rightly. At least 10, possibly 11 hours. That's a huge difference. I can't really remember because when I went to Florida, I was very young. Yeah. Um, so I can't quite remember. Right, yeah. And um, when, um, <coughs> when the... We get overseas. Our adrenaline. We I touched on it earlier on. Masks are our jet lag. Okay, we're so excited about being on holiday. Nothing bothers you, yeah, because you're getting out every day, going to see places, doing things. You can be tired. It can make you irritable. But again, we do those little things. Exercise in the morning. Jet lag. There's um, something else I do other than exercise and hydrate. Um, and there's two choices. Cold showers help me. We've t I've used that in the past for a multitude of things from waking right. up. Gets your body. Gets your body. But. Uh, um, back fighting again, gets your adrenaline back up again. Or, I've not tried this myself, but I have read it. Uh, it was a businessman that travels around the world on a regular basis, and he actually has a hot bath, as hot as he can have it, and he stays in that bath for 15 minutes for every hour's time difference. Oh 
okay. Straight up, gentleman on YouTube, an American guy. So if he's away for, it's a 10 hour time difference, that's a lot of time, but he does it once and it apparently, it absolutely sorts out his jet lag, it's gone. It's 90% right. gone. Right, wow, that's good to there. know, isn't it? He says 15 minutes for every hour time difference. Not every, every, not, not every hour uh, that he's traveled, but the time difference when he gets there. And I thought, okay, well, what if you have got a, a 10 hour time difference? So I'll need to be in, in, in the bath for an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, or something like that, yeah, so good, cool. Um, and really, if you've got to spend an hour and a half in a really hot bath, and you know that's going to have um, tried and tested. You know that's going to have a really positive effect on your jet lag for the rest of the holiday. That's an hour well worth spent. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, that's what this guy does, and he says he needs to do it because in the morning he's at a business meeting, hosting a conference. He he has to be switched on. He can't be like, and he finds that what work, work, that's what works for him. That and exercise. And yeah. I watched it and thought, okay, that's a routine. Um, medications. Uh, me personally, no, no, I might take ibuprofen away with me. Okay, wife and I will have some ibuprofen, maybe some aspirin, yeah. Uh, and of course you mentioned multivitamins. Yes. Hey, a preset routine. Here's something that we always do, especially the last couple of years, because I've read about it, okay? Might be true, might not be. We take um, hand sanitizer, the little, right. the little, and we have one in either of our, uh, uh, you know, she has, Alison has one in her bag, I'll have one in my, my carry-on luggage and I'm um, almost um, uh, militant with cleaning my hands. Um, yes, you can wash your hands on the plane, you can wash your hands in the hotel, but generally you're touching a lot of things that have been traveling around the world. Get this, I actually take, uh, what well, we do, those wet wipes you can buy. Yeah, facial, oh, okay, fa yes. And we wipe down the arms of the chair and the table. The, the drop That's down, a good idea. Right, do your history, do your homework on it. Those drop down tables that you pull from the seat in front of you and eat off, they carry more bacteria and germs than the toilet seats do on planes. Right. Yeah, think about it. So that'll be added to my list then. Last year, we got on the plane, once we sorted ourselves out, both did, we both thought, right, we watched a program about it. And you might think, what, well, is that paranoid, is that overkill? Do you know something? For 10 seconds of wiping it down, what I'm gonna eat off, yes, you're gonna eat off a plate that they bring out, there's more bacteria and germs on the drop-down table that you use to eat off, and some people lie on face down. That's true, yes. Than there is on the rim of the toilet seat on a plane. Right. That's frightening, that's scary. I'm quite shocked, actually. Yeah, yeah. It was actually um, a, 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 a try, a little um, test they did. They actually went and did swabs all over planes, Virgin, Emirates, all the, all the major airlines. And it's a known thing now. I'm intrigued now. I want to watch this program. And of course the handles. Now, when you're on these long flights and they give you in-flight entertainment, do you remember when they used to bring out those little um, plastic sachets and it, sorry, it, it would have a set of like really 1970s headphones? The yes. Little, the little black yes. ones? All right, if you're in first class or club class, you might get a nice set of Bose or whatever, but generally, Normal working people, cattle class at the back. I don't use those. I'll take my own. Yeah, they say they they wash them. Okay. Do you really think they're going to go and run that under a tap? They, I think they use chemicals or whatever to wash them. They're not dipping them because they won't work. Right. What I do? Yes, you take them. You stick them in the little pack at the front. I take my own right. earbuds or my own. I've got a set of um uh, those Dr. Dre. Oh yeah. Beats, yeah. yeah. I, I'll plug those into my own iPad or I plug them into the in-flight entertainment system. They've only been on my ears as far as I know. Yeah, um, and again, the sound, and it sounds better as well, but you're just eliminating things that are going to make you ill. Yeah. Right, hand wipes it is then. Well, that's what we do. <laughs> and hand sanitizer. And hand sanitizer, yeah. I tell you what, you know, and straight up, I, I've seen people come out of the toilet on planes, right, adjusting themselves, if you know what I mean, whilst they're walking back down to sit down and eat. But which means 
if they're still adjusting themselves when they're walking out of the toilet down the down the uh, the the, uh, the walkway on the plane, it's highly likely they've not washed their hands. They've thought, well, it's my hands, it's my food, I'm going to go back and touch. Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, straight up. How do we know that everyone's got the same levels of hygiene levels and whatever? It's very true. And there's always someone with even better ideas than what I've got, or that are ready to it more. But what I don't want to do is go onto that threshold of compulsive disorder yeah. or OCD. But you tell me, cleaning your hands, yeah, and cleaning something that you're going to lean on or sleep off or, or eat off is not OCD. No, That's just common no, definitely sense. not. You're just preventing yourself from getting ill, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Or doing things that will go towards not getting ill. Our immune systems can actually drop um, whilst we're away because we're relaxed. That that fight or flight uh, chemicals in our body, those adrenaline, okay, uh, stress hormones as well that we need every day to cope with work, rest, play, business, cope with other people. They drop whilst we're away. That makes sense because a lot of people get ill, don't they, when they go away? And it's not always through alcohol, drugs, yeah. or bad food. The immune system drops, especially busy people like you, Amy. I mean, how many hours are you awake for during the day on a normal working day at marketing? Oh gosh, it varies, but I definitely I, I do at least nine till five. Yeah. But a lot of the time, I might do seven till eight. Or, yeah. You know, I, I can easily do twelve hours. Yeah. Um, that wouldn't be alien at all. Okay. Um, so yeah, working for 10 hours, 12 hours. Yeah. Um, you're, yeah. you're, you're ringing people, people are ringing you, you're yes. emailing, you're doing your marketing. Yeah, so it is very full on, but I absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah, no, that's great, um, same here. But now imagine now, we do have to wind down, we do have to let our brains and our bodies switch off physically, uh, mentally and emotionally. However, if we do that for a day, two days, 10, 12, 14 hours a day, just lying there, our immune systems will drop. And what masks our immune systems dropped is our tans. If we've got a tan, you look healthy. Yeah, think about it. If you've got some colour in you, yeah, we generally- true, which we... I don't tend to. Okay, I'm sure you will after two weeks in Dominican. You'd be an imposter if you come back and people say, when are you going away? And you're like, just been. Oh, I've already been. People hate that. Yeah, when yeah. are you going away? We just came back yesterday. Oh, right, was it raining? <laughs> just kidding. Our immune systems drop, and what masks it? is the uh, the good vibe of being on holiday and what also masks it is our tan if you're warm and tanned and you look good and feel good you've got your holiday clothes you do on, feel better don't you when you've do. got a tan and, and and also um because you're not getting up uh, jumping up to an alarm right but what happens is if you're lying there all that time the brain and the body are suddenly taken out of their norm which is 48 49 50 weeks of work a year it's okay for a day or two you do that for two weeks your immune system will drop yeah, you see people coming home, especially from those, um, or you can eat, those resorts for teenagers. Anything between the, the 18 to 30 set, okay. Which age-wise you fall into. Those that go to those, your Corfu, your Magaluf, your Kefa, those places, Kavos. I've been to those places when I was younger. You get back on the plane, everybody's coughing and sneezing from those yes. resorts. Yes, everybody. They're just really run down, aren't they? They are absolutely run down. Late nights, yeah. Lack of sleep, poor nutrition. Poor medication, no um, no supplements, okay, um, alcohol. But on top of all those things, which they were going to do anyhow, and they're young, so they should be strong and fit. Immune systems, right, yeah. drop right. See, down. I won't be like that. I'll just come back really revitalised. Yeah. Okay. Do you know where else they get it? Where they get ill from? The hotel swimming pools. Yes. Because depending on where you are, okay, what resort you're in, what country you're in, uh, the standard of the hotel, two, three, four, five, six stars, whatever it is. 
that is the tail is also the swimming pool because that swimming pool is used for a lot of things other than swimming as well depending on where you are yeah I'm not going to go into detail but you can catch me drift yeah yeah right and therefore that pool I was actually in uh, Ionapa in 1998 my brother and my mates and I, I was 26 27 it's what you do when you're that age okay when we left uh, that hotel after a week I we all noticed that pool had gone from you know clear clear like a blue clear. right it was nearly green was it within the week that yeah yeah and they have to clean they use chemicals and what have you but in the height of the seasons depending on where you are and what goes off that pool was anything but blue right yeah, yeah. and it happens yeah yeah the last thing you see is people doing lengths in the pool <laughs> it's not olympic pool is it with barriers and it's not diving boards and what have you it's just somewhere to go yeah you know? Put some oh they are a, they are literally um, a place to catch everything and anything in those pools. But again, because you're going to a nice resort, uh, a uh, a um, is it an adult resort or just a, uh, it is yes, adults only. Yeah, um, you can imagine that that uh, you'd hope with you paying more for your holiday um, that the, uh, the the levels of hygiene and basic hygiene standards in the hotel will be higher. You would hope so, wouldn't you? You would hope so. Right, we've travelled the world. We have. Name one destination if you could go tomorrow morning where you would go other than other than Dominican Republic. Tomorrow morning, all expenses tomorrow paid. Tomorrow morning, oh gosh. Uh, New Zealand. Why New Zealand? Um, Jamie, my partner, his family are there. Wow. Some of his family. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to go and visit them. Yeah. Yeah, and see their way of life. Yeah, um, I've got family in New Zealand. And when you think, Alison, my wife and I were, what, two and a half, three hours away from it last year in Australia, next time we go, we'll, we'll, we'll actually go to Australia and we'll spend another and go across to New Zealand as well. Yeah, it just looks so beautiful. Yeah. Apparently there's not a lot to do there like we think. Um, my cousins who live there say there's not a lot to do. That You no. don't get there and everyone's hanging off bungee jumping and whatnot. It's That's not... the perception you get though, isn't it? And that, and that the, the crew from Lord of the Rings are going to be walking around because they, that's where they film Lord of the Rings yes, movies. Yes, of course. And of course, that's, that, that's just a place that is, however, one, two, three hour drive away from where you're staying, but not everybody is bungee jumping, drinking spring water, and, and is an extra in Lord of the Rings. People get out of bed, they go to work, pay the bills, moan about the boss and come back home. Yeah. That's normal. It's just in New Zealand. I just love to experience it yeah. and see his family. Yeah. Okay, so for family reasons. Yeah. And of course the, the exoticness of travelling that far. Is that the right word, exoticness? Yeah. Let's go with it. Yeah, exoticness. I like it. Yeah. Of travelling that far. And therein, when you do go there, Amy, therein lies all we talked about today, where we've been. How and why we choose destinations? What prep do we put in place? Idle time of year. We have to take those into account. And all while you're in New Zealand, any further, you just drop off the end of the world. Okay? You need to know that market in, and I need to know that good condition still run efficiently whilst we're away. Absolutely. Because you've put things in place with both your staff, your team that you're going to have, and your clients and prospective clients. And I put things in, uh, in, in place with our team at Good Condition, our trainers and therapists, to ensure um, that the lights stay on, clients stay happy, and the ship keeps sailing. Absolutely. Right. And that brings us to an end for today's podcast, The Healthy Travels. Um, we'll, uh, we'll touch base again in a week or two, um, and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll get another podcast done, and we'll hopefully have another subject matter about health, 
fitness and our businesses as well. Absolutely. What happened, let's just touch on that last uh, couple of weeks back, you were looking for a new um, team member. Had you put the advert out? No, I haven't, but I've actually got a phone call today finalising the employment policies. Okay. Um, so I am getting one step closer. Have you got your own individual? Have you, have you got CVs come through? Or? I haven't, no. I've, um, I've employed a HR company, okay. um, so they're helping with the the employment policies. Yeah. I just want to make sure they're exactly how they should be and then, and you, then I will be putting the advert then out. You put the advert out. And I'm yes. sure that uh, when you put the advert out there'll be a queue around the block. I hope so. To get that position um, working at, and you're based at, again, Sparkhouse at yes. Ropewalk Sparkhouse? Yes, at Lincoln. Ropewalk Sparkhouse. Looks like a nice building, I'll have to come Thank and visit. Thank you, yes yeah. definitely. So, okay, until next time Amy, um, Tristan from Good Condition and Amy from Marketing Limited. Go go.